on today's episode of Down the Wire. It's episode 50, Big 5-0, so we had to bring on another special guest with us. Big Joe Poho joins us on episode 50 to talk a crazy NFL wildcard weekend. And we said this about the Bengals last week. It all happens today on Down the Wire. We don't say I'll be like Sunset on the beach Make me wanna pull up on Miami with the heat I don't know about you Episode 50, Five Down the Wire. We made it, dude. Episode 50, this is a big milestone, and we brought on my special friend, my special guest, our special guest now, Joe Poharillis, which is just one of the all-time sounds-like-a-sports-journalist names, I think. So getting into the Very right much. field for sure, yes. It's it sounds a, like it, someone that like follows baseball. <laughs> It's it's a mouthful. I, maybe it's like close enough to Jeff Passan, at least like initial wise that that it gets that. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be here for for 50. It feels like you know I'm the kid in the group project that did nothing to contribute, but is still getting the A. So to celebrate uh, 50 oh, episodes no, no, no. is uh, is fun. Joe, don't feel bad at all because me and Tom have basically done nothing for the past year as well. So it's it's entirely fair. Hey, this isn't even his first appearance. I mean, I'm sure in California, like a couple of his footsteps or like moans in the background or something are definitely heard. Can you contextualize the moans? Because we lived with three guys. Yeah, three I guys. mean, you know, whenever you like stubbed your toe, you would give out yeah, a big right, like, oh, tie yeah. the moans and the footsteps together. That's nice. <laughs> right. That's continuity <laughs> exactly. right there. One plus one equals two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sorry, but thank you, Joe. Seriously, so much for coming on. This is super cool. Uh, Joe, do you want us to bring up that you kind of sort of do work at the Boston Globe, or do you not want that to be associated with our podcast? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it no, it's fine. I, I'm very like bottom of the totem pole, like very, very entry level stuff, at least what they're starting me out with. Um, so nothing. I'm sorry. Where where do we work? I mean, you're <laughs> you're much higher on this like pyramid of like actual journalism here. So we will gladly take you for what you are, and definitely give you some more uh, some more props that maybe you feel you deserve. Well, I, yeah, I, pr I appreciate that. But uh, tr truthfully, I, yeah, it's very uh, it, at least to start out. I've, it's only been two weeks there now, so it's kind of like. I'm not walking around like telling people that's what I do really, but uh, you know, it's, it's high school coverage that I'm not directly involved with yet, but uh, you know, in the next few months they'll be working me into like writing beats and different stories and that type of stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that, but uh, for now it's really just sort of getting into it. So I don't really have, you know, too much to talk about when it comes to that. Just so. remember when, uh, when you become big and famous, Joe, you got to remember the, the the small grassroots campaign that you started off on Down the Wire <laughs> right here. So give us some love and uh, a shout out eventually. Yo. I mean, you, I, I, I'm assuming you guys will be up there with me. I'm hoping so. so. <laughs> there you God, go, Joe. Joe, avid listener. <laughs> avid listener. Definitely. He definitely checks us That's out true. once yeah, in a yeah. while. Appreciate it. Super cool to get into it. And big Maryland sports fan as well. Boston uh, resident right now as he goes to school and works up there but dude 
Let's open up with this name change situation real quick. This mm. Washington football team that looks to be no more longer than football team. And I told Dave last week that my sources were confirming uh, it's going to be the commanders or the admirals. And you then listened and told me it's not going to be the admirals. So then Joe's technically my source to tell me it's not going to be the admirals, but we have not disproved commanders. So I think my take still stands strong. Do you got any more word on that? Um, yeah, I mean, source is the, the one thing I found interesting, which was my source, who is much more of an inside source than, you know, any of us are, but, um, uh, JP Finley, he, he covers the team for NBC sports, Washington. He reached out to ironically, the Milwaukee AHL team is for anyone who doesn't know, they're the admirals and asked the people, uh, in their organization, if they'd gotten any word or any contacts from anybody, you know, working with the team or otherwise, if they had gotten permission or any type of thing of using the name Admirals, and they haven't heard anything. Now, they said that they would be fine if Washington wanted to make that the name, like they'd approve it, they'd sign whatever, you know, trademark or whatever legal stuff that they need to comb through, they, they're completely fine with it. But I'd expect for something as big as this name change where there's going to be a lot of legal and trademark ramifications, I'd expect them to, you know, make that outward call and have some line of communication. And from what it seems from a guy who's actually plugged in, that hasn't been the case. So I don't, I don't think it's going to be admirals, but uh, yeah, I, I really don't know. Okay. So how do you feel then about the potential of commanders? Because personally myself, I think that's probably one of the worst names they could possibly have selected. That's just me. Washington Commanders does not flow. It doesn't. Me. Yeah. No. I it, the the big thing for me is getting a name that I can shorten to like one syllable and it sounds fine. Like for other DC teams there's the Caps for the Capitals, the Nats for the Nationals. Could say Wizard or Wiz for Wizards. I don't really do that, but like something where the just the dirt, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Because like they're not going to be the commies. <laughs> like I don't know what what else it would be. Like especially not in DC. That that wouldn't make any sense. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't because like you, like the like go pack go like that whole th like something that can. Eat. So if I hate the name, if I can shorten it to something like you know very very simple. That's that's one of my priorities. I think I don't know. I I kind of don't. I kind of dislike admirals more. I don't. I don't think it's a really. I don't know. Okay. You, the admirals. Yeah, I, I could I could see Used commanders growing on me like down the line because it does sound very XFL. So it's like the first few years it's going to be eh, all right, whatever it is, what it is. But honestly, I feel like I'm going to be super underwhelmed by whatever they pick and then just go from that. I just want a name. I don't I'm sick of like the, you know, the Washington football team. You don't have a name. You know, it's and, and there's there's a chance that they might stick with that after this whole horse and pony show, which I think is the worst uh, case scenario. Oh, that would no, be no. so Dan Snyder. Just it would be me football team. I like the football team, dude. Because you're not a fan. Like it's it's such a fun novelty for <laughs> for everyone else around the league. Like oh they they don't have okay yeah let's 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 go with it. No we we're people we we're people too. We need someone to <laughs> something to rally around. We need please. names for our teams. <laughs> damn it. All right. Well, if you if you had your preference and if your voice and opinion mattered to Dan Schneider, which we all know he doesn't, doesn't care, like no one cares to Dan Schneider, uh, who what name would you pick? What's the name that you would select? Because uh, I'm a fan. I've always been a fan of Red Tails 
or Red Hogs. Give me like either one of those. Those are dope. Yeah, I my initial thing was Red Wolves. That was like the big, you know, hype train among like fans on Twitter. But that was for whatever reason, people either loved it or they hated it. I was on the loved it side. So they blink. Obviously, that's not going to be the name. They already announced that it won't be. And they said it's for trademark reasons. But I think it's more so I think they want to because they're not going to please everyone with this. So I think they're just going to try to pick the most, which is why I think Commanders is going to be, you know, high in discussion. I think it's the most like meh name. Like no one's going to be thrilled about it, I don't think. But I, and people are going to be upset, but I feel like they're just trying not to completely, you know, divide the fans or anything like that. And the Red Wolves aim has been pretty divisive for whatever reason. But um, based on what's left, I, I agree. I think Red Hogs or something involving hogs is my personal preference because it's, it's an animal. It's not like a interesting, like, like a pig. I, I don't know. There's something we could do with it. Uh, and it ties to Washington past, you right. know what I mean, no, like, which is that's, great. That's the big thing, too, I think, of, of the names left. And fans have been wearing pig noses to games since, you know, the 80s and 90s. So it's already kind of a thing, and it would just explode even more. So that, that's one that I think, you know, a ton of people could get behind. And maybe some people that don't know the team's history or, you know, football history in general may not, like, get it first. They're like, oh, that seems kind of dumb. But, like, I, I don't really care about that. I think the fans – as a whole, which is who the team should be thinking about in the first place when it comes to this, I think that would be like much that would be the most appreciated thing because it sort of go off bl- King. blends the old and the new. Dan but. Snyder, <laughs> listen to your fucking fans, dude. Right? I'm not a fan of him. I'm I'm not a fan of him, and I'm not a fan of him. Listen to your. <laughs> Has there anyone been a fan of Dan? Yeah, Snyder? No, there's no Dan Snyder fans. He's busy but... throwing you know fans off of guardrails and having <laughs> shit be dumped onto everyone. It's like so much what nicer is just knowing that. Everyday civilians own our teams. That's what that's that's how right, I yeah. like my football team owned. Just no man in power, just football organizations built around stadiums and picket fences. Like Dan Schneider that, and Mark Davis. Dan Schneider and Mark <laughs> Davis. Thank God. That that's what Washington needs. We need like a GoFundMe where like everyone just pours in as much money as possible, and then it's just like in a group that buys out the tip but i don't know he's not speaking sell it, so. speaking of owners uh you, joe i don't know if you listened the other week but what do you think of this awesome jerry jones autographed eight by ten that i got for twenty dollars i did hear about that that's look at that that is Tremendous. i mean the fact that the fact that jerry can get his autograph like what what is the going rate for owner signatures like where like he's got to be on the higher end of <laughs> of nfl owner signature right like, where's like bucks. a where's like a shad khan or right. uh, at this i would definitely i'm gonna look for a shad khan <laughs> uh i i also got a new one this week now mind you I w- i'm going to preface i bought all of these at once okay they're just coming in okay. slowly but surely i'm not just going out every week like a kleptomaniac but i got a new one and uh I, ah shit i i think this one uh, uh, uh also fills the who category very well for us uh here let me just I, before you do that i do appreciate the stub toe and moan that's sort of like uh I, i'm fe- feeling a lot more welcomed here now that that yeah that that's a rite of passage on down the wire now yeah so so what do you think about a lamar miller miami dolphins auto that i got for what the fuck are Dude, you doing i'm just finding randos and that 
he won me my only he helped win me my only uh, fantasy football championship to date back in like 2015 so i that he's he was a special place in in my heart so that's and uh I, I have another one that uh well worth, oh my god not an autograph but i'm saving that for when tom's actually here because that one's just going to be legendary legendary okay. <laughs> all right fair enough should we get into some playoff football gentlemen should we talk about this crazy uh for the most part predictable underwhelming wild card weekend maybe yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't call it crazy so much you had crazy yeah. moments but for the most part this was blase and dull I, it was just a slaughtering really there it, was a couple of games that make you stand out uh we'll get into all of them uh i do want to say this though i think that personally the nfl officiating needs to be on the hot seat after this because there were they were costing games costing opportunities um raiders fans are gonna have another rule to bitch about for the next 20 years for all of them to hate r.i.p we'll tough go, go rule that one first let's talk about it then we'll go into raiders Bengals, and how joe burrow is probably now just the coolest guy on the entire earth like who isn't a fan of Joe Burrow after this game, tearing up the Vegas Raiders to the first playoff win since 1991 for the Cincinnati Bengals, ending the streak. But do you think they should be taken seriously still? Are you impressed with this win? Uh, I know I'm impressed with Joe Burrow necessarily, but do you still believe in the Bengals, kind of? We'll start it off with Dave, because uh, he was talking big about the Bengals. Do you believe in the Bengals to make a deep run into this playoff oh. still? Oh, I, I still like the Bengals, man. I still think this is my team to go to the uh, AFC championship. You know what? I, I still might even stick with them to be my Super Bowl contender. I, I picked them going in to the playoffs, and I, I think that Joe Burrow and the rest of this team, who are all playoff rookies, by the way, for the most part, obviously, they are only going to get better as the games progress because they're going to feel more comfortable, more inclined to uh, to attempt more daring plays because Zach Taylor, the head coach of Cincinnati, has been someone who can can go out there and, and be uh, a little bit more intricate in calling his plays at times. And when you got players such as Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, I think you have that opportunity to be a little bit more uh, daring and try a little bit harder. So you, you watch it. Cause now they got, um, they got Tennessee, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's who they're going up against now. Uh, Cause one, two, three, four, one. So for the AFC wasn't anything. Yeah. Shocking. And I, uh, outside of Derrick Henry, I mean, really, who else do they got? A.J. Brown? Eh, it's still Tannehill throwing the ball. And as, as long as Tannehill's throwing it, I don't feel safe. It doesn't matter how good he's playing that day. It's Ryan Tannehill, and he's meant to, to shovel pass and hand off the football. Joe? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not quite as high on the Bengals, at least this year. I think they're maybe a year away, like a year or two away. Uh, honestly, even a year, just given their performance this year and the, the guys they have. I mean, Joe Burrow is Randy Marsh with the wheelbarrow, like that, just walking down any South Park, like that. He just, he's that guy. Like you want that type of guy as your quarterback, as someone who's never had that type of guy as his team's quarterback. And 
I mean, Jamar Chase, I mean, this we've been saying this all season since uh, there was the whole preseason doubts about him with dropping the ball, which seems like forever ago. But not only his like pass catching ability, but just his speed, the way they use him as a weapon. I feel like with Debo Samuel in San Francisco, there are just more and more guys that are just super fast and their coaches are getting more experimental with, you know, running jet sweeps and place uh, different play sets like that. Um, and it's just making the game a lot more interesting and it's making Chase himself a lot more impactful. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about, uh, I think it was, I feel like their defensive line got pretty decimated despite the the win. I know they lost Joby and uh, did Hendrickson go down too? Cause those are two pretty solid guys for them. Uh, from what I, I, I don't, don't remember how bad it was serious enough to talk yeah. about him missing yet, but I think he did get banged up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was working at the same time. I was like switching back and forth. Like, so I didn't get like, a full look at, at, at the games on, uh, on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. On Saturday. Um, so that, that, so I did see them go down. I did see like that them go off the field, but I didn't see how, how bad the, the injury was, but I, I, I and, like uh, them. I'm, I'm rooting for them. That's for sure. Also too. I, I know you brought them up, but the NFL did bench. What is it? Jerome Boger, Boger, the, the referee and yes. his team. Uh, so don't expect I mean, to be that touchdown. That 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 was a touchdown. Like that that play should have been a touchdown. The ref then blowing his whistle screwed the whole thing up. Then they ruled it a touchdown. So that was a whole F situation from the start. I don't know what oh, yeah. what what they were doing there. Why is he blowing the whistle? But hell of a play from Joe Burrow on that. I mean, he's he's winning over America as we speak, I think. He is He's going to be starting in big discussions uh, for his ability as a quarterback compared to the rest of the NFL. Cause now you got to put him ahead of Derek Carr probably right in those and beat him head to head. And let's talk about the Raiders then for a little bit, Rich Bisaccia coming in interim head coach. Uh, I saw this really sad post about him writing thank you letters to all of his players and no, I'm, I'm now. So now I'm wondering. It's such like, a grandpa move, dude. <laughs> like, is this an Rich effort? To, is old, dude. Is this an effort to like save his job because he wants this job, or of like, I know I'm done. I just need to say this <laughs> now. Like, where where is his heart in this one? Do you think he should have pulled a Brian Kelly and like like called the guys in at 7 a.m. like. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what's gonna ha- happen. I don't know what, what what it looks like, or and yeah, I don't, I don't know what's. But I I know the players like him from from everything I've seen. Yeah, I, it, I think it's just more whether the ownership thinks that he's the right guy and to do what he did, uh, given everything he inherited. I mean, might as well give him another year at least. I don't know how the Dude, contract the would work, close. but yeah. yeah, yeah, they were I, nine I, yards away. They were nine yards away. I I think we talked about it last week that this is all going to depend on Derek Carr because they have finally accepted Derek Derek Carr as a potential franchise quarterback, borderline franchise quarterback. And if Derek Carr wants Passaccia back, then there's no reason why they don't take him back. Even with this fantastic, you know, potential pool of head coaches out there, I think you keep Passaccia and you just keep a small glimmer of of hope in uh sorry oakland oh my god las vegas because holy shit has it been a rough season to be a raiders fan i think this is where russell wilson's playing next year 
Oh, I think, I think what Russell Wilson's going to be a Raider next year. I think yeah, he's I going was, to Vegas. Yeah, because I was going to say, I know, like, there's been rumors about even before the playoffs, the like Derek Carr may not be in Vegas next year. He might. I don't know what they they might try to shop him. I don't know why they would at this point. I feel like this is their best season in a while. I don't think. I don't, granted, I don't, I wouldn't put him on like the level of you know franchise. I think he's sort of right on the cusp of you know Dave, as you just mentioned, being a franchise quarterback but it's also this is what his eighth year in the league I feel like if he was going to show something he probably would have at this point you could point to different factors but yeah I don't know I, I think it's an interesting situation I mean inept coaching terrible wide receivers for the most part uh, a banged up offensive line got a what, real personality owner uh I mean <laughs> it, it all adds up you know it's looks like Randy Quaid in Kingpin that's what. <laughs> yeah, nothing That's like uh, nothing like that. A bowl haircut to really get a team going, man. You got anything else you want to bring up about this? The Bengals will now play the Titans. Uh, what do you think going into that one? Give us a little preview of it, Joe. Um, what you think you might see from that one? Do you expect Tennessee to come out or Cincinnati? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough because we haven't seen like a fully healthy Tennessee team in however many weeks. I mean, Derrick Henry's been out for I can't even remember how long it's been now. But and then AJ Brown and Julio Jones were sort of in and out the whole season. So yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. I, I think Cincinnati's rolling in with momentum, and it's, uh, based on the health of their defensive line, I think they're going to be in better shape for that. Just to sort of continue what they're doing and it sort of comes down to the quarterback for me. I feel like when it's, when it's in the postseason, even if your quarterback's not, you know, elite, you know, as the consensus is, he just needs to be hot and doing really well for a good three to four week stretch. And that's as long as everyone else is in check and doing their thing, that's fine. I Tennessee is a team built around Derrick Henry. I don't know if like that type of offensive, you know, run to, I feel like you got to have that quarterback that can, make the difference and go the extra mile. I don't think Tennessee really has that in their offense. I, I can see them winning this game and making it to the AFC championship, but I don't know how much farther they're, they're really going to go. Dave. I, I already told you, man, I think since he's got this, especially if Derrick Henry isn't what 85%. I, I mean, who knows? It, it, it's, it's coming off of a pretty, you know, severe injury with ACL, right? Am I wrong on that? Am I, I, don't, I, am I crazy? Was it MCL? Yeah, I don't Achilles think it was ACL because I feel like he still would have been been out, right? If it was maybe an MCL strain or something like that. I don't know yeah, if it was yeah. a tear it, or whatever. I it remember was. a CL or something. I'm, but it's I'm, still... uh, I'm I'm in favor of this Bengals team. I I do. I I like to watch this team play a lot. I think Joe Burrow is so fun to watch, and Jamar Chase and Joe foot. Burrow. Not to interrupt you. Sorry, it was it was a broken foot. He broke his foot. Oh, broken foot. Well, I mean, and that's something again that to be said. It, it, he starts putting pressure on that foot. You know, is he still going to have that same level of explosiveness? Is he going to be able to push defenders backwards as uh, you know he is so synonymous for? I don't know. And if he can't do it, then you have to rely on AJ Brown. And, you know, as long as they key in on him, then you're relying on fucking Julio Jones, who is old and more or less Matt Ryan. So, uh, 
Move it. All right. I'll I'll take it as then we all are Bengals on this one. That's what we're gonna do. So the Titans are gonna win now, and we're all gonna look stupid. Yeah, and I, move wait, on I'd, to the next game. Then oh, I have one ahead, more Joe. thought. One more thought, just to float this past. I feel like since the depending on what happens this week with the Bengals as well, if they keep if they make it to the AFC Championship game, I think this might have even more credence. But I'll let you guys uh, talk about it. I I think because it's such a copycat league i feel like what the success of the teams before everyone tries to repeat that with the years that joe burrow and jamar chase had do you think that teams are going to start like drafting the wide receivers of the of the guys that played in college like are the bears going to try to get like chris olave or whoever they can like yeah there's there's a reason why i like joe this is exactly (laughs) what we talked about I, what? How, what was this? Maybe a month ago, Tom? Yeah, we, we talked when we, about this exact we, when, when they were. Maybe that's where the thought got it. planted. I don't. Re- I don't remember where I like thought about it, but yeah, it could have very well been. We were on that wave, I think, beforehand, and yeah, it 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 might absolutely translate to the NFL because it's going to. It's going. What to. they've done has been kind of incredible for what we've seen for two young guys this is joe burrow's second year jamar chase's first year this isn't like they've been together like peyton manning and marvin harrison so they can get shit done they just got to the nfl and they're doing this and he was getting over 18 yards a catch i know he had 70 some catches or over 1400 yards like come on first team all pro like it's not I, I almost guarantee it that uh, Jacksonville goes out and gets a Clemson wide receiver. It, with the year that Trevor Lawrence had, which is booty, you can almost guarantee, and they even more or less tried to do that by bringing in Travis Etienne. And, you know, unfortunately he got injured and was out for the season. It, and, you know, that was also a terrible draft pick to begin with, but, you know, that's another story. Uh I guarantee you they do that again. They they go out and get some type of Clemson wide receiver, someone that uh, Trevor Lawrence is probably going to have some say, and especially in this draft who, I mean, what? It's a bunch of defensive guys that are rumored to be the number one picks. If Jacksonville trades down, gets themselves some uh, draft picks in the future, and on top of that gets their wide receiver, hell, they'll be happy. Could very well translate it, it's definitely going to be a thing after what they're new with it tearing up the league they could be ahead of the game even on it yeah which one should we talk about next should we talk about the first blowout on saturday then probably Keep the rolling. surprise of yeah. the playoffs uh bills making bill belichick look like a bitch on nfl network and all the other big name stations because oh my god that was embarrassing what the patriots put out there mac jones Obviously looked like he was not ready for the hype. Um, but Josh Allen, kind of the Josh Allen we remember two years ago now, or last year, rather. I said two years ago because of this yeah, don't full do season. That yeah, it was two years, full... Josh Allen. Right, yeah, he was terrible. Make it to the uh, but obviously this last season, we really didn't see much of that, it felt like, not at a consistent level at least. And to come out get five touchdowns against – the Patriots who've had a great defense all year and Top Bill 15. Belichick at the helm. That was pretty impressive. I thought that was the biggest surprise we saw this weekend in terms of the blowout that happened upon it. Seven for seven touchdown drives. I mean, holy shit. Josh Allen, 
he is what Cam Newton was. I think he's going to try to do that again. Like he's a very similar type player of this big ass dude, except he's Cam Newton with a arm that can throw at 99 yards. Like and better it, receivers too. Yeah, he can run the ball. He runs like a bowling ball on top of it. Him and Ryan Tannehill seem to always have a a run over 20 yards in a game. I mean, it just seems like they always get open for something. I I was pretty impressed. Do you, I actually now think that my pick of the Bills in the preseason to get to the Super Bowl now looks better than it did last week. Uh, and I think if they face the right team, they're going to face the Chiefs. We could see a real barn burner ahead of us there. Uh, remember when they played in the AFC Championship game last year, right? So it'll be a rematch of that. I'm excited for it. I think if we get that Josh Allen, it should be an interesting game too. Um, well, to go back to Dave, then uh, talk about this game, maybe something that's stood out to you, Josh Allen, Patriots, whatever, go for it. Well, first of all, we have to sound the alarm, the meh, 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 because we got not just one, not two, but three separate rushing attempts by Mitchell Trubisky for negative two yards. <laughs> and, uh, if there's anything we like, it's backup quarterbacks failing miserably here. Uh, I think Buffalo has something that uh, they didn't have in the past, or I should say haven't had in a long time, that is pretty important. And that's actually having a rushing attack. Because Devin Singletary, while you know he's not doing Derrick Henry type things, he's not doing uh, you know any of the, the big names, you know, him going for 81 yards and two touchdowns is massive. It allows them to open up for the passing game for Josh Allen, who after you look at the rest of their wide receivers, no one had over 100 yards, but it's just, you know, uh, Knox, 89 yards, Diggs, 60 yards, McKenzie, 45, Davis, 41. Dude, that beats up a team. That beats up a team so badly, and especially when you have – the level of defensive play that you're getting on Buffalo, uh, it's it's unsurprising that they won and in such dramatic fashion, it, it, you know, whatever. Mac Jones, you really can't be super mad at him. He went 24 for 38, 232. Yeah, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Sure, like, yeah, two interceptions sucks. But the dude was being pressured like crazy. And all in all, I think you got to like cool your jets. This was a six team. I did think that they could and potentially were going to win just because it's Bill Belichick, but all things considered Mac Jones and the Patriots have a super bright future going ahead. And right now it's just Buffalo's time. Joe come from a Boston perspective. I know you're a Maryland sports fan, but I guess what's the feel around the town around about the Patriots? Are people excited about Mac Jones? Are they, I know we've only had like 24 hours to kind of take in this last game, but what is you hearing around the city? What's the buzz on that and how the East coast feels about this game and their new England Patriots this season? Yeah. I mean, with the, I mean, the, a month ago, by the when I was leaving for break, seemed like everyone and their mother thought the Patriots were going to make a Super Bowl run. And then a few games happens. I know they had the, the last time the, these two teams played, it was the Mac Jones only with three pass attempts and they ran the ball the whole time and still won. So they were like getting all crazy about that. So I am happy for Buffalo that they, I mean, 
literally the Patriots have been owning that division for the past 20 years, except for last year, and sort of got clowned a little bit on national television, uh, you know, a month or so ago. So for them to really, you know, blow the brakes off of them at home, I think is, you know, someone who sympathizes with long-suffering franchises. I thought it was a pretty cool thing to see. But to, but to answer your question, they love Mac Jones, and I think they overhype him. I don't think he's going to be, you know, terrible. I think even after this game, I didn't think he would – you mentioned his stat line and, and how he played. I, he definitely wasn't the worst guy on the field and wasn't, you know, the, I wouldn't say the reason they lost, but even coming in, I, not that I'm a you know QB evaluator, but I always saw him as like with all the quarterbacks that came in, he was probably, he probably had the highest floor, but the lowest ceiling. I feel like, I feel like he, he went into the best situation possible of the five quarterbacks. So it's not surprising to see him succeed the most in the long run. Do I think he's going to be the best of the five? Maybe, especially after this year. I mean, the best start, thats he's got a head start to that. But I don't – I think talent-wise, he's a little bit – there's just a little bit too much excitement around him. I mean, he could continue developing, and if Belichick sticks around and, the, you know, the Patriot way molds him into the, the next Tom Brady, you know, good for him. I'm not going to be too happy about it. But uh, I think they can at least be confident that he's the guy to, you know, they can rely on going forward for the next few years, if nothing else. You better start being like excited about it because it's you know. What did you just do to your microphone? What did you just do to your microphone? Oh my god! Yeah, holy shit! You just oh, I went away maybe. Yeah, no, I went. No, I didn't. You oh, holy shit! Why did you touch it? See, look now, I'm loud. Now I'm really loud. Yeah, I I think Belichick possessed your mic. Is that better at the beginning point? That's too low. That's too okay. low. A little bit up. Don't uh, touch the uh, buttons. How about now? How about now? Okay. That's fine. Right okay, there. Good. Sorry. I... Holy shit. You know I have a problem with this. I... Yeah, I you got to always touch shit all yeah. the time. Yeah, like, let me, let me get real close and sensual with my microphone. <laughs> as you, well. know I like, you know I like to get real close to yeah. it. Like, <laughs> see, this is me whispering. <laughs> This is I gotta so, take off my headphones. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Would you rather? Okay. It, it, better question, Tom. Would you rather hear Joe moaning or me real close into the mic? It's Joe, hundred times out of a hundred. Damn it. Talking about this now, <laughs> the Bills are probably a lot of teams' favorite right now after seeing him in the wild card to go up against the Chiefs. Chiefs really didn't get to play much of an opponent and the bills did this to the Patriots. A lot of teams were very excited. A lot of people were very excited about them coming into this playoff run to maybe mess things up a little bit. I'm really excited to see what we get out of Josh Allen. Maybe he can kind of silence some people up. If he can beat Pat Mahomes and get that rematch he needs from last year. I mean, the team's virtually the same with a little bit better weapons around them. They got Emmanuel Sanders and now they got, two running backs they use pretty often in Singletary and Moss. So we'll see. We'll see. Any any predictions from that one right away? Any any big namers that we want to throw out? Bold statements? Dave, hmm. nothing? Well, uh, I, I was just going to comment. It, right now, the, the line is Chiefs minus two and a half. And uh, as most average bettors know, you get three minus three because you're a home field team. I mean, that is just like the, the standard here. So when you think of it that way, I mean, this is anyone's game. And if I, if I had 
to make a prediction. I think I'm putting it more on the Bills. This defense played such a fun, had such a phenomenal uh, appearance in this uh, wild card round. I, I just don't know how Kansas City's defense holds up against the passing attack that is Buffalo. I, I want a Bills Bengals AFC championship game Ooh, badly. Be like that oh, yeah. seems like an insane AFC championship game to watch. Like the redemption of sadness, right? Yeah, there. <laughs> like of these teams that just can't do it, and now they got these two young gun big buck wide receivers and not wide receivers quarterbacks. Shit, fuck. Well, All right, move on. I mean, wide receivers too. I mean, I guess Diggs isn't that young, but still they're, they've got big names in the, in the uh, Maryland boy. Shout out. I yeah, get it. Yeah. That he wanted to get to Stefan. <laughs> move the, on to, let's move on to Sunday and talk about some of the games that happened. Then we had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Dave, um, are you going to just tell me anything about Jalen hurts? Um, Bro, bro. I know you said they were going to lose. I know, I know. Yeah. But like Jalen Hurts looked terrible. This was this was the game that looked the most embarrassing because there was no doubt uh, that there was any way Tom Brady was walking out of that stadium with a loss. And it was it was getting a little bush league from Philly with the lackluster effort we saw from them. Thirty one fifteen looks better, but this was an absolute ass kicking the entire time. Let me let me preface this. Um, I knew the entire time that Tampa Bay was winning this. All right, I'm not saying that Philadelphia had a snowball's chance in hell. Uh, I mean, they had that. That's what they had. Uh, yeah, I think they did. Yeah, I mean, um, but I did have a a better friend of mine actually think that Philadelphia had a good chance of winning this. And that was dependent on the weather. And after he broke it down that way, I, I kind of bought into the Philly love a little bit. And then as soon as I saw like, oh, nope, it's clear skies. Well, then I knew they were boned. But there were like torrential rain showers that were planning to be there. And when you look at it that way, you know, maybe Philly had a shot. But the minute that the, the sun uh, shined down on Tom Brady and that uh, ugly bronze dome that is the Tampa Bay helmets, you knew they were going to win. And, and you know, whatever. It, it's, it is what it is. This is easily the most obvious victory, uh, I, I think, in the playoffs. I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly, you know what? No, I'm going to say that. Fuck that. It's the second one because I think – the, the Philadelphia had more of a chance of winning than Pittsburgh had a chance of beating KC. Let's just go out there that far. I agree. Uh, Joe, any thoughts from Tampa and Philly? Uh, Tom Brady obviously was a part of Boston culture forever. And this bastard just leaves and oh, I'm happy is able it. to go and do it, able to go and do it wherever he wants to. Uh, the perception over here with down the wire is, Obviously, he's the greatest of all time. You can't deny that. He just wins. He's the only guy that scares me and Dave uh, as Packers fans. Mm -hmm. At least for me, I'm ready for the smoke with anyone. Let's do it. I'll run it with anyone. But I think logically, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the only team 
that really uh, stood the best ground. Now the Niners getting hot. Got to take it serious step by step. I get it. But Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, I, I he seemed, they seem like the best competition against the Packers right now. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I mean, in, in terms of the Tampa-Philly matchup, when – when Mother Nature is your biggest X factor, it's just not going to end well for Philly. And I, other people have said this. This isn't my, you know, I'm not trying to claim this is my own original thought, but Philly this year is last year's Washington football team. Obviously, Philly had a winning record this year, but they just squeaked into the playoffs. I think one of their nine wins were against a team above 500. So every every other win was against the losing team. Their their slate of quarterbacks they played this season. I don't remember off the top of my head. I know Garrett Gilbert was one of them when Taylor Heineke had COVID. So th- that was one of their wins. I mean, it, it, they, they played a weak slate of quarterbacks. I don't think their defense is terrible. They definitely have some really nice guys on that team. And what Nick Sirianni did, I think, is, you know, you you got to go out there and win. And that's what they did. They got into the playoffs. You got to give them credit for that. But I think uh, that uh, they really had no business being a playoff team this year. And, th- I mean, that doesn't – mean they're not heading in the right direction if they can do do the right moves in the offseason but I mean go, going against Tampa at home I, I think it was you know no no question sorry I I came back I don't I don't know if you anyone knew that I was gone but uh suddenly my uh upstairs started to smell like hot dogs so I, I had to quickly run downstairs to make sure my child wasn't trying to burn down the house or something like that because Dear God, it got scary real fast. Jeez. <laughs> but uh, I just so, had to save our mother from choking the other day. We didn't talk about that. Like, I, I heard about that, though. Yeah, I told yeah. my brother as well. I'm like sitting on the couch and she looks at me and I was like, are you good? And she just looks at me like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Didn't, t- didn't cough, didn't speak, didn't breathe, nothing. Like just looked at me like. And so I like sprung up and smacked the shit out of her back because I was not going to let that happen. And instantly, I think two smacks and boom, saved her life. Like what? You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. Tom beats his mother. So (laughs) saved her life. Saved her life. You know, actually. that's what they all say. That's what they all say, you son she of a bitch. She thanked me after. She She's going to be asking me. to move in here soon, and then I'm really going to be scared. <laughs> oh, God. We were so just talking Joe, about... Oh, Joe, I, I do have a question for you. Do you think they run with Jalen Hurts, and for how much longer? Uh, I think I think they do for at least a, another year. Uh, I think... Yeah, like there, there were a lot of moments where he didn't look great, but there were other moments where I mean, he's he's a mobile quarterback. He can make some throws. He's not like you know the best mobile quarterback out there. But I think you know, unless you're Tom Brady and you've been doing this forever, and I mean, I was gonna say Aaron Rodgers, but even he's somewhat mobile, especially for someone his age. Um, that like that's the type of league. If you have a quarterback that can doesn't have to be a run first type of quarterback, but if they can move and they can make plays, that's an advantage. I don't. I don't know if he's going to be the guy, but I think just if you look at if you're going to get rid of him, who do you bring in? I, I think it really depends if they can somehow Gardner Minshew. Get... <laughs> See, like that, I like that. I'd rather just stick with Hurts for another year. Like, but if they can, if Wilson's really on the move and they can somehow bring him in, then I'd obviously prefer Russell Wilson to Jalen Hurts. But I think if of realistic options, 
I'd, I'd give them another year. And, and they, they do they have do. the most draft capital to offer. That is Immediate true. That is true. They have three, yeah. So uh, I guess they have three first round picks this year, which is nuts, but um, that's enough to NFC. get Russell Wilson. I mean, realistically. Yeah. 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 It's also an NFC opponent. Do you want to give them to the NFC? That seems like a dumb idea. That, so that, see him in the that whole that whole thing is dumb. I'm sorry. You trade in the division. You trade in the conferences. I, fuck all that. I, I think that's tough. If it benefits your team in the long run, don't be a meathead and say, no, I'm not doing it because he's uh, he, he's in the same uh, division as me. That's that's garbage. That's that's dumb. I hate that. I think I think there's some credence with that to the division to the conference. I wouldn't say so, especially for that type of deal. You just take the best one available, but especially for a quarterback too. Like if you're trading a franchise level quarterback to someone in your own division and you got to face them twice a year, is that more advantageous? To pay, depending on what you're getting back, if they're going to be uh, kicking your ass every every year for two games every season. But no, I I agree to with the conference for Seattle and Philadelphia for this example. Like I would have no, you know, hesitancy to pull the trigger if I was Seattle on that end. He, he's a guy that's going to give you a chance to win games just because he's on your team, Russell Wilson. So yeah. I, I think him, Brady, and Rodgers all do that. Those are the three quarterbacks that it's like at least those guys give you a chance just because they're playing. So Jalen Hurts, yeah, he's a bum ass <laughs> bum dog. All right, I'll slap you. Let's move I'm on. A, I'm going to slap you and get the whatever food is hanging around in your esophagus. Next, that was not my esophagus, but this was the game of the week, probably, right? Save and that one. Save that one. Go to go to KC Pittsburgh. Oh man, we go in order. That's what we do. Uh, I want to I will we'll I talk, talk about, about the Nickelodeon games. So <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the one. I know. I mean, I want to save that because, like, okay. really, that's the I only watched reason. it on Nickelodeon. I did Isn't once. I found. I did. Yeah. When I as soon as I found out, I did switch it to Nickelodeon. I yeah. I was at a friend's house, so I didn't really have a choice on that uh-huh. end. But uh, but I did watch the Nickelodeon broadcast last year. So you're gonna have to catch me up to speed with what changed this oh, year. I did yeah. see. Got I did you. see clips. I got. I did you. see clips. But yeah, I'd like to get the the. the well, let's get let's get into Kansas City Pittsburgh then. Uh, Big Ben farewell tour going to be missed by absolutely nobody outside of Pittsburgh. Um, one of the game's great assholes is now out of the NFL, and their first round pick, Najee Harris, being completely useless against the Chiefs, who I said were back. In like week ten, week twelve, maybe Dave. When did I say Chiefs were back? Oh, I, it might have been back. sooner than that. It might have been sooner than that. Chiefs were back. They embarrassed Big Ben in his last game. Put up forty on him, five touchdowns, four hundred yards for Pat Mahomes. But we expected this. Um, this was this was a cakewalk game. I, I'm sorry, the Eagles were more of a threat than Pittsburgh was, and I'm still sticking to this. The only reason why Pittsburgh had so many points is because they played against Kansas City's defense. And well, they gave up TJ Watt, Wisconsin, go Badgers. Uh got a touchdown, stripped it up, scored it. That that works too. He might win MVP this year. No. Stop it. MVP. Stop it. He might. No. Stop it. God, Brady and Rogers take votes away from each other. You know, there are there are very few things in 
the uh, sports world that I consider to be curses, really. One of those is uh, when announcers bring up the fact that uh, kickers have made X number of field goals. They, they are clearly missing, right? And the other one is uh, when announcers bring up the fact that a running back hasn't fumbled all season. And they did that this past game. And legitimately, the next play, Najee Harris fumbled. And I was all for that. We, uh, we've not been big on that Najee Harris because we're big ah. anti-first-round running back uh, podcast as well. Just ah. don't do it. Why would Saquon you do Barkley. it? Saquon Barkley. Right. There's just no reason. Zeke Elliott, what, to get that, pay that money for that guy? They're not in the Ooh. playoffs long. Derrick Henry is a second-round pick, just so everyone knows. Okay? So is A.J. Dillon. All right? So that just might say something about him. But – Let's then talk about this with Joe, uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. Uh, are you impressed with Patrick Mahomes? Bounce back to his season, I guess. And now are they the emerging favorites, I guess, overwhelming favorites in the AFC? Um, yeah, I, I don't know about overwhelming. I think that, I mean, you guys talked about last week, you know, the teams with playoff experience and Super Bowl experience have – an advantage and that's exactly what Kansas city is. And you mentioned, you know, in the last, in the last game, I think it was Wilson, uh, Rogers and Brady, if they're playing, I mean, I don't know how we forgot Mahomes into that list, lumping that into that list. And uh, could certainly mention a couple other names maybe, but yeah, I think that it, I think it's in terms of the best shot, it's gotta be them or Buffalo. What I, my main takeaway and I, I hate to sound like an old man yelling at clouds and maybe it's cause they were up by so much. So that, so they felt comfortable enough to do this, but like, I feel like they get too cute sometimes. Like, and I feel like depending on when they like the trick plays that they throw out, obviously if they work, they work. They, I, I don't know if Travis Kelsey, you know, four yards away from the goal line. I don't know if that's like, I mean, it's a touchdown, so you're not going to complain about it. And I'm not saying they shouldn't do that. I think it's fun to watch, but like, why are you busting out that play like in that moment, like why this, not this was a big a week for trick plays, big right, week like, for trick plays. We see this, I think a lot in this first round of the playoffs because they just want to get that win. But yeah, I did see that one with Kelsey throwing it in. Uh, I listened to it on the radio actually, as I was driving, cause I had to leave for it. But uh, again, big week for trick plays. We see this a lot in the NFL. I'm glad you just brought it up because there was some crazy trick plays we saw with the reverses and what, uh, whatnot in this I'm, game and the game we talked about after. And I'm pretty sure – I can't remember the exact play, but I feel like they were tr attempting some type of – maybe it wasn't a trick play, but some irregular play call that led to the T.J. Watt uh, fumble recovery touchdown. Like, I, there was some, like, miscommunication in the snap. They were trying to do, like, a – maybe I watched it wrong. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like they were trying to do, like, some double-switched, like, handoff or something like that or maybe snapping it to a different guy. I forgot exactly what the play was, but um, I feel like there was some – complication in that play that led to the the fumble recovery and it got Pittsburgh on the board first it ultimately didn't matter at the end of the day and I'm not saying I'm anti-trick play obviously if you use them in a big moment and they pay off then it's great it's it's a lot of fun it becomes a legendary thing like the Philly special is in uh in in Philadelphia but it like in that moment I guess if it's sort of a catch-22 because if you're up by that much if it doesn't go well then you don't have that much to lose it's it, it's a time to try it out but at the same time, if you're going to use them in those big moments, are you, you're just sort of putting it on tape for the team next week. So 
I, I don't really know. I, I think that's a minor, you know, very minor nitpick, nitpick for a Kansas City team that, you know, looks as primed as anyone else to make a run. Dave, I got a, I got a quick over under for you only. Uh, over under the amount of trick plays Kyle Shanahan throws at the Packers at three and a half. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, you know what? I'm going to say under because I think three is right on the money. I think okay. three trick plays, you're going to see some end arounds and some BS uh, plays with Debo and Elijah Mitchell. And uh, I, I think three. Yeah, three, 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 three. Okay. There's definitely going to be next week against the Packers with how many the Lions did against us in that last week just to win week 18 like it meant anything but we did help dan campbell get a win we did that that was a boy let's move on to the nickelodeon game of the week uh so fucking good dude i'm on record right here right now there is no better broadcast than the nickelodeon game dude dude um, uh the manning cast fuck anything mike tarico fuck uh uh al michaels and chris collinsworth Give me what was it? Was it uh, Nate? What's his name? Uh, Burleson. Oh, Burleson. Nate Burleson. Dude, give me the fucking Nickelodeon cast. I want that once a week, dude. It needs to be once a week. Honestly, I uh, I had my buddy's little brother was like walking around as well, and he's like three years old, and we could like tell him, hey, hey here comes a field goal, and he's like SpongeBob, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. It, it was working. I mean, it was doing what they wanted to do. I think, like, dude, the I replays, say, the replays well, where they had everyone that, as the Ninja Turtles. I was <laughs> like, this is the coolest shit ever. I, I will say the kicking angle has to change. I can't tell if that ball is going in or not. We had to switch <laughs> it back every time because we were like, I don't know where the ball is. It, it was cool to see SpongeBob's face, but only for a little bit. The slime they were throwing on Mike McCarthy and all of that sadness. Dude, that angry goes along face. With it. Angry face Mike McCarthy is like the meme of the century now. It's like it's already oh, done. Man. Uh, Nickelodeon broadcasts. I, I I love it. There was one last year, and now to do it again, I think was very beneficial for the NFL. It, it, I had a great time with it. I also love the shade that they threw at Ezekiel Elliott comparing him to Sonic the Hedgehog because uh, clearly you ain't going to outrun Sonic, right? They were talking about like top speeds of like Ezekiel's being 21.6 and uh, Sonic's being 761.2. I was like, bro, what the fuck? It's awesome. Point two? Point two. <laughs> AKA the speed of sound. Did we? Oh, okay. All right. That, yeah. that makes sense then. All right. I was going to say like, did Sonic have a pro day or something? Like what, I what wish. is going on here? It was, uh, dude, this at whole 40, at 40, <laughs> something. Not to mention, give props to, uh, to Dallas having people coming around selling Krabby Patties at AT&T stadium. That's pretty okay, dope. That's pretty too. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we give some credit to Dallas for, Pretty much proving what we could see happening with Mike McCarthy crumbling under these big moments that we will not allow in Green Bay anymore, that we had to get rid of him. And this is why we did it. And everyone thought, hey, Aaron Rodgers is a diva, which he is. Hey, he is. But we wanted to find someone 
who could deal with Aaron Rodgers. And Mike McCarthy could not deal with Aaron Rodgers anymore. It didn't matter that he got us to a Super Bowl 12 years ago now, whatever it might have been. And it needed to be changed. And he's doing the same thing over there, losing in big moments. Dallas now only three playoff wins in the last 25 years, something like that, I think it was. Uh, Trent Dilfer has more than that. Jake DeLome has more than that. Uh, just to name a couple of our kings of this. Dal homie dog. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I think this is a concern now. Does this start to come at Dak Prescott a little bit? Are you concerned with him in Dallas? This is another place where I'm like, dude, if Russell Wilson went to Dallas, like that would be a scary team. Are Do you think that they're ready to give up on him in any way losing to the 49ers who they thought they should handle for a home playoff game. No, dude, come on. It's Dak Prescott. He's a top five quarterback in the league. They're not going to. Yes. Don't give me that face. Dak Prescott is a top five quarterback in the league. I'm, uh, I think that's just wrong. Uh, okay. I, I'd put him close. I don't know if I'd put him like squarely in the top five, but he's, I mean, he, if, if he's not top five, he's top seven or eight. Like yeah, it's, well, it's close clearly, enough. clearly this is Washington bias over here and he's putting him in no, top no, seven I, or eight. I, yeah. I will say for the first like three to four years of his career, I was like, he's making $2 million a year. They can spend all their other cap on other players. Like he's, he's a fine quarterback, especially for that cap hit. Once they pay him like 30, 45 million, you know, they're not going to be able to pay everyone else. It's going to become an equalizer. No, I, I can't. I can't really deny it anymore. He, he's he's the type Prescott of guy you want. makes yeah. them a Super Bowl contender every year. I don't. I, I, I don't think get, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. I, like, I don't think it's. It I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's more. I don't think it's on him. I think it's. Yeah. I, I think sort of what you mentioned earlier, like them paying Zeke a ton of money, that that's part of the equation. I mean, Tony Pollard's pretty good as a, as a spellback. I don't know what he's making, but it's definitely not nearly that much. If they're getting that type of production out of him. I, I don't know. I, 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 ne- I will never like readily admit that Dallas is a Super Bowl contender just because <laughs> of my own personal, like, and, and they weren't like, I, I expected them to win this game, but I don't know. Like there's something that they just don't, they just didn't have what it takes to really put it together and make that type of run. I don't think that's like all against Dak Prescott, but I don't know. There's not like the, maybe it's because their fans overhyped the Cowboys a lot. That's like, all right, you guys aren't that good. Like they were a good team. They could have made it, you know, a decent distance. I, they wouldn't, they would not have been one of the first four teams I would have picked to win a Super Bowl this year of the, of the current playoff field. Also, to be said, too, like I'm going to come after Dak Prescott because we we clearly are going to talk about the play, right? The 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 end of the football game that is on Dak Prescott. That is not on Kellen Moore. That is not on Mike McCarthy. Dak Prescott got cute and overran it. And then instead of handing the ball to the uh, referees, which would have at least given the team some time to get to the line. He placed it on the ground, getting the clock going or keeping the clock going. I'm just saying for the people that want to bash Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore for uh, picking up this draw play, they need to reevaluate again and realize that this is more on Dak Prescott than it is on the coaching staff. Yeah, I I agree. 
Yeah, I mean, execution's half the, you know, and when it comes to whether something's a good or bad decision, you know, a good play call is going to look terrible if, if the players don't execute it. And I think there was that, uh, th- there was like the hook and ladder they tried earlier where I forget, was it like Cedric Wilson who like threw an actual spiral instead of like an actual pitch and it, you know, went out of bounds and it looked kind of stupid. But if it worked out, they might have, they probably would have picked up the first down. I don't remember the exact spacing, but they, they um, had one that did work later in the game, mm-hmm. I think, too, on a similar situation, which, hey, Speaking of Randy Marsh in the wheelbarrow, Kellen Moore to run that play again after yeah. like that is a pretty impressive feat. But yeah, I did see that Cedric Wilson one did make Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore look pretty stupid. These were two guys, Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn, that had head coaching interests. Do you think that this hurts that in the future for this next season at le- least? No uh, chance, dude. No it, chance. Our, our team's really no chance it hurts Quinn, them or. Though? Like, like, like no after one hurts. year, uh, dude, uh, Kellen Moore is going to get hired and Dan Quinn. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Dan Quinn right now is the front runner for Denver for some unholy reason. Uh, I only assume that it is because they have a defensive team right now. Um, I, I think, I think it is all but a certainty. Uh, Kellen Moore gets hired by some other team. I don't know about Dan Quinn. I think he only has interest by Denver right now. As far as I'm concerned, I'm more wondering how bad Kellen Moore flares out once he becomes a head coach, because he doesn't have very much experience it, just as co- a coach in general. I mean, it, it, Kellen Moore is what? 32. Is, is he even that old? I think he's uh, 33. Yeah. I think he's been in the league. He was in the league not too long ago. You know what I mean? He was yeah. just playing. So I mean, he's, he's been their OC for about two or three years now. I think. Yeah. Like his yeah second he was there pretty young. OC. So I don't know. I feel like, I feel like him, I, I know there were reports about this and they did lose in the first round that Dallas would, would elevate more and then fire McCarthy and make just Kellen Moore the, the head coach of the Cowboys. Wow. Well, I know that Jerry Jones has come out and given uh, Mike McCarthy a major vote of confidence throughout the entire season. In fact, I brought this up a while ago that uh, Jerry Jones stated that the the Dallas Cowboys would not be in the situation they were in if it wasn't for Mike McCarthy, which fuck me. If you think that you're insane. Were they having like slumber parties at each other's houses and shit before too? Like when they got hired, like doing some weird, like uh, Jerry Jones was like, I knew when he was like, do you want to make s'mores that he was the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? (laughs) I did it for one of our quick hits. Remember he brought out like a can of monkey butt, like, uh, like, assless or like chaps like oh yeah they were like playing dress up games and shit like dude mike mccarthy's weird and i can only imagine what he did definitely uh, like in defeat like Like, that's the same energy mike mccarthy gives up you know those you know those uh commercials with baker mayfield at the brown stadium and it's like he it's like his house like he's living at the brown stadium why do they i'd imagine i'd imagine that a sleepover with jerry jones is like he literally just invites you to at&t stadium and they're like looking at the stars on the field, like through the glass eye, like <laughs> that's pretty Joe talking about their feelings. Like, like that's what I would imagine. Honestly, I would, Jones. I would definitely rather see that where like they could do like the um, Jerry Jones in his like pajamas doing like the anchor man with his like, uh, like braces, like head mask deal. 
I, dude, that would be a way better commercial than anything with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I agree. Uh, also, one more shout out to Nickelodeon, to uh, everyone that got the slime helmets. Those things are dope. If you didn't see those. I don't think uh, I did. The like pieces of slime on top of people. Yeah, they were. Oh, I brought it up real fast. Look at those slime helmets. Oh, those are so cool. And I, will I did be, see those. Yes, I'm going to try to find one of those on uh, eBay, which might be, you know, the end of me. But <laughs> I want that. Try All to right, order the Jerry to Jones autograph. And... Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll do some, <laughs> some trades. I like yeah. that. <laughs> should, we, should we get into more preview stuff uh, for the matchups, I guess? Maybe get some east coast bias on a couple of these or should we get into uh quick hits what do we do next what do we, what let's, are we doing let's next? do the matchups let's get our matchups in all right yeah let's do it then talking about uh what is the schedule i don't have the football schedule i guess up for me uh damn divisional... it Tom, i got it right here i got it right yeah, here. yeah i need to see it too i need to see it too so i gotta type it in that's, that's fine i'm dying right now it's just the the standard oh is it did it go off it did i actually didn't hear it so we didn't get it as see well, that's how maybe. that's why i'm so close i i purposely put the gain down for you guys and i still ended up like eating my oh microphone my at times look i have to like I mean, crane dude? my neck it's so uncomfortable no dude this i'm is, not this even is like, like looking smooth jazz. the worst part is i'm on another screen right now so i'm not even looking at you and i just hear you doing it like in my ears can you hear me get For- closer even closer should we talk about the game tonight should we talk about <laughs> oh yeah uh, start it up with that rams and cardinals uh this is going to be a big game for both quarterbacks i think uh kind of a deciding factor on where you might put them in status of the league uh, with between elite and like Kirk Cousins level quarterback. That would kind of be what I'm thinking. Cause Kirk Cousins, I think is the best, like not really that good quarterback, but is kind of good. You know what I mean? I would argue Derek Carr. I think like, cause I put Carr on like the hinge between like this guy's going to carry your team. Whereas, like, Derek Carr, I feel like everything's got to be really good around him. But That's he's fair. also he's also pretty good himself. Like, like it's it's something I think, I yeah, think he's better than Kirk Cousins, though. Like we said before, we're not sure if that dude's franchise or not. You know what yeah. I mean? This is not like this is not like a Justin Herbert situation where you know that's a franchise quarterback right there, just needs a better situation. Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. I mean, I think we can safely say Kirk Cousins is not that guy. So now with uh, L.A., this game is pretty big. You traded away your entire draft capital history for an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. And and your your, uh, Super Bowl is not guaranteed for this four seed. There are still two teams in the NFC, I think, that are much better than the Rams. And... I'm not ready to even say that they're that much better than the Cardinals, maybe. I'm nervous about Kyler Murray in the playoffs, but you can't be very confident about Matt Stafford in the playoffs either. Where do you think this lies? I'm leaning L.A., but I really don't feel confident saying that. I think I want Arizona to win, but I think L.A. is going to win. 
Go Either ahead, Joe, one of you. Take Come it. in, Joe. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm sort of the opposite. Although, it, like, I I I want to see. I I I know you guys are Packers fans, so you know, going against Stafford that many years, like, I can see the maybe not liking him as much. But I I don't know. I, I after all that time in Detroit, I feel like seeing that. I also like Sean McVay um, from when he was in Washington as well. So I sort of have a soft spot there and you look at the guys on the defense and the team and the fact that they made a Super Bowl run, you know, a few years ago, there's, they sort of have those ingredients. It's just whether or not Stafford can deliver on the stage. So, but I don't know, part of me thinks for whatever reason, part of me thinks that the Cardinals are going to, going to win. I don't really have like any thing to point to. I just have, but I think it really just comes down to is Stafford going to perform up to expectations that, you know, the Rams had once they brought him in. Cause this is, this is exactly what they brought him in for. Cause if they can make it with Jared Goff, then Stafford's got to, you know, get them close at least. Which quarterback is going to screw up, you know, less really. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, if that is the case, then I do have more faith in Kyler Murray. But as I said last week on our podcast, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. And that is a major blow. I, I think not having him and relying on who, what, Rondale Moore as their number one Christian guy? Kirk. Christian Kirk. Oh, Christian Kirk, who has definitely stepped up since yeah. uh, D- D-Hop has gone down. But b- between those two, I mean, really, I, I'm sorry. To me, that just screams L.A. And again, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Stafford gets super flustered, throws two picks, and seals this game for Arizona and the fate of L.A., I think the team that I want to see go forward as well happens to be LA because I think they are going to beat up Tampa Bay should, you know, Tampa Bay win, you know, um, well, I mean, should Tampa Bay, sorry, should they go and meet Tampa Bay? They're going to beat them up and should Tampa Bay win, they are going to be the best chance for, uh, a a Packers win as well to beat up Tampa Bay in that situation. Um, again, all things considered, I, this is such a coin flip of a game. I really am going to enjoy watching it. Now, what is the percentage that JJ Watt, uh, affects this game? And then what is the per- percentage that JJ Watt gets hurt in this game? I think the biggest chance we have is J.J. Watt makes a hype video for this game before the game. <laughs> then, then yes. we'll be, then that's the most action we see from God, him. God, hey, J.J. Watt you know, is so annoying. And that's he's a, a very cringy football player. That's the problem. It Dude. is like, oh, like he is the live, laugh, love of the NFL. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. Like Jesus, fuck dude, tone it the fuck down. Like, don't need to be all up in that. Let's talk a little bit of Packers then. Why Why don't we talk oh, about that hold matchup? On, hold on, hold on uh, uh, Joe, if you didn't know, uh, I played against J.J. Watt in high school. Um, he kicked my ass. Uh, but, you know, fun facts. <laughs> no, that's, okay, that's keep... awesome. <laughs> Conference of Champions, Woodland Conference, baby. Go cut it. You know it. You know it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they joined the Pac-12? Or, or is that a... No. Oh, no, I, I there's can't. no way Gianna listens. To no, this. I know. There's I was no gonna say, I was, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna retract the statement. I don't want she, that. One like, time, of me I, saying she, that on audio, but dude, she, uh, 
she she I she had came in for hot takes one time and it was just like all this love for Buster Posey and like how <laughs> Fucking Utah is the greatest state that's ever existed. Yeah, what like, wasn't it? Buster Posey's the greatest catcher of all time. Right. It was just <laughs> like we need to just I can't have conversations with people like that sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you know, Gianna knows I love her to death, but like sometimes she needs to get drop kicked for what, the bias. You know. The bias yeah, is yeah. wait. That's uh, coming from what? us. What's with this theme of, of beating women? Not to not to jump on that Whoa, train, but no, 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 no. It's it's a metaphorical drop kick. No, 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 no. Is she choking too? Is that or is there another excuse that it's yeah, gonna have to go back <laughs> to the sternum? In case <laughs> Packers are gonna be playing the 49ers. Look, I thought the Cowboys were frauds. Green Bay needs to win this game. Needs to. Um, and yeah, that's how the playoffs work. But I'm saying like for Aaron Rodgers to stay, if if okay. they lose, Aaron's gone. If they lose, Aaron's gone. There's no chance he's staying then. Um, I still, I don't, I'm not really worried though. Coming to the frozen tundra Packers are Owen three against them with Aaron Rodgers, but this is the first W this year. First what are you talking about? They just played them earlier this season in the playoffs. Sorry. Oh, Oh dude. I'm sorry. This is, this game is you you should be very confident if you're a Packers fan going into this game. Really, what the 49ers have is athleticism in the running game, and that is it. If you pinpoint that and target that running game, then you're putting the ball in Jimmy uh Jimmy Garoppolo's hands, which is I mean, you that's more embarrassing than Matt Stafford. Uh, and I, I think with the way that the Packers are headed, especially getting back major players on the defensive side. So first of all, Whitney Merciless, who directly affects the run game. And if that helps them shut that down, then you have Zadarius Smith coming on the corners, pr providing pressure to Jimmy Garoppolo. And then uh, as Jimmy Garoppolo tries to throw the ball, you have Jair Alexander in the backfield. Right then and there, it, it spells a victory. You need to focus on that, and you need to focus on George Kittle. If you can lock those two things down, it's a Packers win all the way. Tell me I'm wrong, please. Joe, do you dispute? We're the ones talking about all the Wisconsin stuff over here. Yeah, I mean, I'm I don't follow the Packers as closely as I'm obviously as you guys do. Um, I, and I, they're definitely the team to beat at, at this point. And yeah, I just just sort of to echo what you were saying about Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I if he was if he was the guy, if he was you know that guy, I feel like I've said the guy to so many different quarterbacks <laughs> at this point. But if if he was that guy, then they wouldn't have drafted Trey Lance in the first round like that. They, they would have full confidence in him. Obviously he's going to play, but on the mental side of things, and this has been a conversation all year, like how did you've got Trey Lance, you know, breathing down your neck. I don't know. They're probably not going to turn to him unless things go really poorly and they've got nothing else to lose. And at that point it's too late, but you know, th this could be his last game in San Francisco. Like this whole run, what is he, what is he trying to showcase? What is he trying to do? Is he going to think too much? Like, I got to show out so I get another chance in another team uh, next year. How's that going to impact this play? I just feel like there's too much going on there. 
for a guy that's he's not he's a starting level quarterback but I think that's all he really is like it's he's he's not going to lead a team like if if he's the guy you're relying on he's not he's not going to win you a Super Bowl or win you a championship I mean he is Ryan Fitzpatrick he's Taylor Heineke I mean that that is I I'd I'd put him a a notch above them I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's that that we're, we're we're Fitz Magic guys here. Uh, by the way, how did you feel uh, being a Washington guy, right? Seeing Fitzpatrick up in Buffalo, getting shirtless and crazy out there. Oh, that, uh, I, he, in my, I don't think he's, I, I don't think he's on the team anymore. I honestly, like, I have no, <sighs> it is no registered, like, because he he got hurt in two quarters. Like, we we were robbed of of Fitz Magic. You're right. We were uniform. robbed of Fitz Magic. All the more reason you bring him back and win a Super Bowl with him. There. <laughs> I said it. Yeah. Longest so, so, longest streak without a playoff game. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick's career in the NFL. Right. Yeah. And people were talking about how it was going to end this year with with Washington and their defense. That feels like forever ago. Jeez. Yeah. You got to have a name to get to the playoffs. Right. Though, I think <laughs> yeah. that's probably what it is. Break it down. We made it last year. Tom, where do what you fall that? on this? Where do you fall on uh, the Packers-Niners matchup? Because you have been silent and have held your bias back, but I want to hear it. I, I want to see this flare up like eczema on a nerd in high school. Um, Aaron Rodgers goes for 350 yards, three oh. touchdowns, <laughs> and... The 49ers keep it close for a little bit, but the Packers win, man. The Packers win. They, they win this game. I'm telling you right now, I, I like this team a lot. And I know the other two teams the last two years, they've they've provided similar hype. But it, Devondre Campbell, shout out to Devondre Campbell. All pro. First team all pro. The respect that they gave that man. Finally. If you watched every Packer game like we did, that's absolutely correct. He is insane with what he does for this team. And I think that pick him, Razul Douglas, uh, the new additions with the injuries coming back with Bakhtiari, Zadarius, Jair, Whitney Merciless tore his bicep in week 10. And it's Josh Myers back. on the line. Billy Turner coming off the line. Randall mention- Cobb. Fuck. Fuck me, Come man. On. Dude, Come on, it, dude. It is, it is a guarantee. If the Packers don't win, we'll quit. We'll have some serious discussion. Tom, depression if on Packers don't win, Tom will cut his hair like Mark Davis. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up right there. Woo. I, I got to say, after, after that outburst, I may, you know, turn my computer on to some porn because that might be easier to explain uh if my if any of my roommates walked in and just heard any any of <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. that noise and you and like outbursts. the you like the angry stuff it's good <laughs> I, no 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 I, I it's you know it's all it's all the same but i i i i can't relate to having that much confidence in a not to, not to say you shouldn't because i mean the, the packers are the packers but uh I, I i personally just can't relate to that type of confidence and you know what they're facing tampa bay they're facing tampa bay we'll just get it over with we're gonna run it back and we're gonna do it we're gonna do it like that that's exactly what i'd want if i if i was a packers fan we're gonna run it back we're gonna we gotta take care of business yeah but let's run it back so no one can say shit so no one can say shit 
That's why I want to do it. I want Tampa Bay. I'm scared of them, but I want them. Let's I'm not scared. I'm not scared at all. Are we going to talk about these other two head coaching vacancies? And I guess any news with this head coaching stuff uh, for the offseason right it's now? Not, it happened. We were shocked Joe last Judge, week. Joe Judge is now officially fired and David Culley as well now, too, for the Texans, which I think I had predicted Joe Judge to get fired, so I'm glad I got that in. We both uh, but da- But David Culley, uh, maybe a little bit of a surprise with – how terrible the organization is run and the shit show that is the Houston Texans uh, overachieving probably with this team and four wins without Deshaun Watson playing a single game. Like, I mean, he's got to be worth a few of them at least right when he plays the game. So kind of a scapegoat move to blame David Cully, I think on the whole situation when, uh, when yes. uh, finding Davis Mills was about the best thing they did. Yeah. 100%. This is, this is a Bush league move by Houston. Um, I, I just want to throw this out there again at the start of the season. I somehow predicted Houston getting four wins. Uh, I think that is a miracle right there. <laughs> uh, thank you. But also, too, you're 100% right. They should not have fired David Cully. David Cully got something out of this team. Four wins from this team is remarkable because both you and I, Tom, said at the beginning of the year that in our power rankings, this was the worst team in the league. And uh, at the start, it sure as hell looked like that. And for David Cully to do what he did, especially getting a win right off the bat, I realized it was against Urban Meyer and the shit-ass Jacksonville Jaguars. But for them to subvert these expectations and go out and do something, David Cully deserved one more year. And for him not to have it, is truly a shame because you know he's not going to get a head coaching job anywhere else, probably ever. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. And not only going into this year, just I don't know if the Texans are even thinking about that, but and I don't personally have all the job vacancies you know in front of me, so this is just off the top of my head. But this has got to be the worst like opening by far. Like they're going to get the seventh you know most wanted coach or something. And of those candidates. Is that an improvement? Like, what are they going to see? It's got to be in terms of the personnel, because Jacksonville, at least you got Trevor Lawrence. I know he didn't look great this year, but that's that's somebody. That's an identity that you got your quarterback that you can at least uh, try to see what you have more of. Houston, you know, you don't know what you're going to do with Deshaun Watson, if he's even going to be able to play. And Davis Mills had some good games, but like, you know, it's so and they've got like a preacher as their general manager. I forgot like their whole deal with the what's his name? Like. Sotherby, Easterby, oh, something like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, where they had the preach, the pastor was their general like director manager of player or personnel right? or something like that. Yeah. Like it's so, I, he was also their team chaplain. Yeah, none, none of these top candidates are going are gonna to look to the tech. They, they interviewed Heinz Ward, I think, from what they I did. Heard. Yeah, yes. Florida yes. Atlantic University, special assistant, Heinz Ward. Yeah, uh, not, not to knock him, because who knows, but like, it's. No. Like who, no. who are they going to get? That's going to be going to be so much better than David Culley. Like, like they're not going to get anybody. Why well, not? Okay, I think it's right interesting. I, I right want to know what, well, then I guess, Joe, what do you think the best job is being from the East coast? 
you, I, I don't get the whole East Coast. <laughs> the whole East Coast. Bias I want to know thing. what you think because me and he's, Dave think uh, a lot of the got, same. He's got a, a a particular one that he thinks is the best, and that's why he brings that up. He he's saying because of us and where we are located, Tom thinks the best job out there is Minnesota. Yes. Can can you run through? Because I like I've seen all the firings and stuff, but off the top of my head, I don't like. I just yeah, I got I can get them for you right here. We got Chicago Bears, we got the Denver Broncos, Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, Houston Texans, Minnesota Vikings, uh, New York Giants, potentially Las Vegas. I, I mean, we we're not right, really yeah. sure on that. And uh, I believe that's it. Hmm. Um. Maybe Vegas is a better job than. Minnesota, but are we no, so I, sure about that? I think no, I think I agree, and maybe this is just with the because since you already floated that out there, all the jobs you listed out, I was like, is that better than Minnesota? Is that better? And yeah, I think I think with the talent on the, you know, just with the players they have and what they've been able to do, I you know I think Kirk Cousins is that type of quarterback where everything has to be going absolutely right if they're going to do anything, and even then, once you get to the playoffs they're not going to go very far once they meet the cream of the crop. So I, I guess it depends what they do with Kirk cousins. If he's even on the team next year, if they try to get rid of his contract and, and look elsewhere. But I mean, yeah, in terms of offensive playmakers and, and the guys they've got on defense from a personnel perspective. Yeah. I can totally see uh, Minnesota being a, being a top job. Vegas right, right I, now, Vegas right now. I just want to say has one interview lined up and I find it hysterical. I think it's probably, Vegas move. They're looking at Gerard Mayo, linebacker coach from uh, the Patriots. Is that just like a Rooney rule thing? Uh, You know what? That's very well, very well could be, but like you got Brian Flores out there who, if there's, if there's anyone that I'm going to drop, you know, again, Rick Bisaccia, Rich Bisaccia, I keep calling him Rick, Rich Bisaccia did a, a a very good job in, um, in Las Vegas. I think he should be retained. But if there's someone that I'm going to drop for uh, to, to go out and get, it's Brian Flores, who to me is the number one coaching candidate out there. That gets into our hot takes then, because I have one for Flores. So should we just get right into those then from there? Does that sound good, Dave? Sure. Sure. First one I have from Ryan saying that the next coach of the Chicago Bears is Brian Flores. And I don't hate it at all. I think that I could very well see this happening and having him being a defensive coach to go to Chicago, maybe that gets a little gel through there. He's got a new young quarterback with him. Kind of makes me nervous, but then I just think of as long as we have Aaron Rodgers, I would never be nervous about playing Chicago. But what do you think of Brian Flores's fit to Chicago style of play? Dave, go ahead, start us off. Okay. Well, looking at the people that they've lined up, I know they want to go offensive. I, I they want to uh, try to get their young quarterback, some love going forward. Um, the one that I'm looking at more than anything though, is Doug Peterson. I think Doug Peterson is someone that, uh, was unceremoniously escorted out of the league and it was complete bullshit. I think he is someone though, that kind of keys in for me uh, looking at what the bears like. Uh, I think they, they don't really want to go too young. I, I think Matt Nagy was kind of their, 
test in that market. And granted, he wasn't super young, but I, I don't think they want to go new. I think they they look for someone who's got more experience than not. And having that Super Bowl victory underneath him kind of draws Doug Peterson in and gets him the edge over someone like uh, Brian Flores. The other person that I could potentially see, but I think his um, uh, his track res- record isn't so hot, is Jim Caldwell, who's another person that they have looked into as well. But I'm I'm going to go with Doug Peterson. That's the one that I put my my chips in on Joe Brian yeah, Flores, I, Chicago. Any other names that ring a bell for that? Maybe. Uh, I mean, I, I like Peterson to the, to the bears. I feel like with Philly, um, that's just a city where you're going to wear out your welcome as quickly as you got it. I mean, they ran all those guys, even Nick Foles, who's still going to be a folk hero there. I mean, I guess they, they had to technically choose between him and Wentz. They chose Wentz and then they got rid of Wentz. And I, I mean, I don't think they were going to replicate, uh, with Foles, what they, you know, already did with their Super Bowl. But, yeah, it just sort of all fell apart really quickly. And I think Peterson just needed a – the term change of scenery is thrown around a lot, but I think that's that's just what he needs. He's got a year, year away. I think if he steps in, that's for a team or a franchise who's – if anything, their defense has been their calling card for the past, you know, four or five, however many years. Um, get, a, get an offensive mind in there who's – can get his hands on the quarterback, throw in a little bit of juice, get, you know, get some fresh thing, fresh plays in there. And if they get a nice defensive coordinator to pair with him, then I think that's our best route for success. Also important to note, big Dick Nick is on the Chicago bears, right? right now. So I, do, I totally forgot about that. That's your boy. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's your boy, Doug. Come on in. I got this one a few weeks back, but I didn't use it. And now I want to use oh, it because whoa, whoa, whoa. We need your take on this. Come on. I I said I really like Brian Flores to the Bears. I think that one is a pretty good fit. I think the Chicago Bears arguably could be the second best job available. If if maybe the Raiders, if Basachi is not there, but assuming that the Raiders are not there or the Raiders are not hiring, I would say Miami, the the NFC North, I might credit Brian Flores for that job more than I do the team itself. The defense is great, but uh, do you want to start with that offensive line in Tua? I'm okay. I'm good on that. Um, so I am, I'm going to use this one because I just think it's funny now. Uh, this came from my buddy Hector again, talking about that it was more impressive what Usain Bolt did than Michael Phelps did in the Olympics. And I just wanted to bring that up because Joe is uh, from Baltimore or the Maryland area where Michael Phelps is from. And someone was shitting on Michael Phelps compared to Usain (laughs) Bolt. And I wanted to know, I guess your opinion on that. Uh, Do you think it's more impressive for what Usain Bolt was doing or what Michael Phelps did in the Olympics amid the very close winter Olympics we have coming up too that no one's going to watch. That, I mean, I, I will say I am I, I'm from Maryland, hence the the flag uh, in the background. And uh, why? Why? Okay, there might be another question there too. Is there any more state obsessed with their flag than Maryland, Dave? Like, do you know any other place like that? Texas. 
Colorado's got a good one as well. They got a lot of stuff, uh, like Colorado flag stuff. California, well. dude, California, yeah, California shirts well. all yeah. over the goddamn. Yeah, the bear as well yeah. too. Yeah, I guess the there's, Maryland there's flag, flag is just in our always... basement here because one of one of my roommates is from California. Like another it's, one, it's, it's everywhere. Another one too is Arizona. Arizona gets uh, a lot of flags. Yes, that uh, one as well. Yeah. yeah, maybe just Wisconsin's boring ass blue 1848 doesn't get playing around as much as I want to, but. Sorry, Joe, go ahead and talk about uh, the Olympics. Michael Phelps versus Usain Bolt. Yeah, if, <laughs> if anything, I think it's uh, – I mean, you, you obviously talked about the, the Maryland background with, uh, with Phelps, who – but I, I was a, a cross-country track guy in high school. I wasn't a sprinter, but it, when it comes to the sport, I'm obviously more, more partial to, to track than swimming. But, man, I don't know. I, like, what, what really stinks is that uh, – like I think one of those uh, gold medals for Bolt got stripped because another one of his teammates was caught doping in like a four by in like one of the four by one relays or something like that. But man, I think that's so tough. It's it's more of like a peak versus longevity type of thing because to win eight events in the Olympics, I mean for Bolt, I assume it's the winning all like all three of the big events, like three Olympics in a row. Wasn't that like the isn't that yeah, like he thing? was the 100 meter, 200 meter, and four by 100, I think. Right. Yeah. For like three. So, yeah. So, and for Bolt, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think he's running in that many. Like, he's not going to be in eight events where he's going to be eligible to win a medal. So, it's sort of like opportunity versus, uh, I don't know what the other side of it would be. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the fact that Bolt did it three Olympics in a row it's got to be more impressive just in terms of the longevity and consistency, not to say like, but eight gold medals in an Olympics is such an unfair standard to hold. Like, I think, I think, uh, I think it's a peak versus longevity, like, like that 2008, like that's, that's Michael Phelps. But I think in terms of the overall feat, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's such a tough question, but I, being I, the I'm fastest I'll, I'll guy, the if I had to pick, I, I'll be, be the being the fastest guy in the world for 12 years seems a little ridiculous. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I get Michael Phelps. What he's doing is nuts, but I just but wanted to argue, see if that would you could argue you Phelps was the, well, I don't know that much about swimming, so I can't say that with full authority, but was, I mean, even outside of 2008, he was really good in 2012. And I feel like in 20, in 2004, he had a pretty good, he at least won a, a few gold medals or something, I think. But uh, and yeah, then Katie Ledecky I know also, yeah, Katie Ledecky also from another Marylander. Marylander. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> big big swim state, big swim state. Dave, you got any hot takes? Yeah, I got one. Uh, I saw this on Twitter by Brooks Kepka of all people. Uh, hot take: Antonio Brown will fight a Paul brother before the year is over. I saw that. Sign me up. Uh, no, I don't think, uh, I don't know if that sells. I think people want Jake to fight a real boxer now. Like, I think they're done with him fighting celebrities. He's talking shit. Well, like, Logan. let's get a big boxer up against him now. Is Logan the actual boxer? I, I, I can't tell. Lo no, Jake, Jake's the one that's the actual boxer. Logan's uh, the one happy that birthday. That happy birthday, by the way. Jake Paul's birthday is today. Just thought oh, uh, I'd let everyone yeah. know that. And uh, also, none of you should subscribe to them at all. That's from us, personally. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, per, I've not bought or watched a single one of those fights. It, it's, it's just not. 
Like, it's all – he's not going to lose. He's not going to lose to any of these guys because people it's are going to keep buying to see him get no. his ass kicked. Like, it's no. – It's not yeah. fake. He's it's very He fake. knocked out Tyron Woodley, I promise you. I promise I, you. I, look, you are talking to a guy that understands fake combat sports. Uh, it's fake. <laughs> I didn't. Even, I don't even have to understand that stuff to know it's fake. Like, because it, people are buying to to see him get his ass kicked, and if they do that, it's sort of like the the Rocky movies. If we're comparing with like Rocky lost in the first movie, they could make a sequel where he wins, yep. and people are gonna go see it. Yep. If he wins in the first movie. You know what? What good is there in Joe, the sequel? They probably Joe is really but... climbing up the charts for me. Over yeah, I know. Time. I was just gonna say, fucking. Now, now I gotta now I gotta fight against two of these people every week if you come yeah. to do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, then, uh, oh, I got one more. I got one more hot take. One? Yeah. For you. What's the other one? Uh, uh, this one is uh, from my uh, a friend of mine who says the Georgia Bulldog is the best mascot in college sports. Do they mean the physical bulldog? I believe the physical bulldog. Then maybe yes, because that's pretty lit. But if we're going off like the best names for it, uh, Gamecock is pretty pretty high on the list. <laughs> I, South Carolina Gamecocks, like look, that, they got great uniforms too. Like, come on. I I gotta say, and I'm 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 not a fan of this, not as salty anymore. But I was I did apply and was very excited at the prospect of going to the school, but did not get in. But the University of Texas and their actual like Longhorn, Longhorn that's got to be man. number one. I mean, Bevo, the the fact that they have who almost killed uh, Uga the Bulldog a few years ago in the Cotton oh, Bowl. Dude, I remember that. Started. That's right. Yeah. Holy that's, shit! I mean, a Bulldog's a Bulldog. Like it. I mean, you got a actual Longhorn that you're flying around to. The, well, I don't know if they're flying it, but you know they're sending around to all these big bowl games. In, in terms of live mascots, that's got to be. Okay. Ooh, I don't know. Colorado. LSU, wait, does Colorado LSU runs out the bison, dude. Oh, Buffalo, right. Which yeah. to me is way cooler because they're endangered and shit. I did, I did not even think about that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're endangered and shit. Yeah, they probably everyone... smuggled the buffalo, actually, out of its habitat. And, uh, you know, if you mix a, uh, a cow and a buffalo, it becomes a beefalo. That's a true fact, right there um if we're going with an like a like a foam mascot though give me a tcu the super frog dude i've always been a super frog guy frogs yeah that's good one uh bucky's pretty cool legit to the rest of them like honestly bucky is like a relatively cool mascot if we're talking about the nba bango beats every mascot. oh yeah dude that one he constantly wins like best mascot it's either him Benny the Bull, or uh, what's it, Go in Phoenix? The the Go the Gorilla? I'm not sure, but Bango, Wisconsin's great great for mascots. Bernie Brewer? Like, come on, dude. We, we could have a uh, whole draft and, of um, Wisconsin uh, mascots. Just to, one more take. This is my personal take. Most overrated mascot in college sports? Fuck you, the Irishman. Fighting Irish. That dude sucks. He's lame. I can get behind that. I'm, I guess I'm so. all for anti Notre Dame claims and takes anyway. Although so. we did know a guy uh, in California who went to MIT and they're just called the engineers. Like you guys are nerds, dude. Stop it. Yeah, that's straightforward. <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Let's get into some quick hits then, I guess, for the week. 
start oh, to get you, to the end. Joe, of it. you got any hot takes real fast? Oh, um, I know. I know you weren't prepared for this, but you got any personal ones that you feel like being accosted for? Oh man, uh, I definitely have something. Get, get back to me. I'll I'll, right. uh, I'll, I'll see <laughs> right. if it services uh, at some point. Sounds good. Sounds good. My first quick hit. We head to hockey. Not because I am a Seattle Kraken fan, uh, <laughs> but I am. I am. Don't worry. But this comes wearing a Vegas Florida Golden Knights uh, beanie right now as well. I can wear as many hats as I want at one time. You do and wear many hats. I am a man of many hats. <laughs> I would like to just bring up Kodak Black, who this topic, this story, this story gave me tunnel vision. You might say, <laughs> honestly, here I. I was scrolling Twitter to which I then saw a tweet that was like eyes like this. And it was me looking up why Kodak black is trending. So right. I, saw, no, I, saw I saw that, that before the video tweet. as well. I yes. saw that tweet before I even what saw could, the what, Kodak. What tweets. could even happen? Like it's just, yeah. And I go and look and Kodak black has some woman at a Florida Panthers game what looked to be engaging in intercourse, but has then since turned into just extreme <laughs> dancing and grinding, I guess, in these boxes. Your boy. Kodak Black um, was pardoned by Trump. Remember this, by the way, people. And is now in... <laughs> was now in uh, Florida Panther boxes getting it on. And you know what? That was probably the most exciting thing to happen at a Florida Panther game in a long time. They're so, pretty good this year. They're pretty good this year, though. They were legit they're, last year too. Yeah, they're, I, they're I, even better this year. They're they're uh, yeah. they're even hotter that right now. But Kodak Black, you are just something else, man. Every time it seems like he gets out of trouble, he's back into it. But honestly, yeah. this is one of the least. Troubling things for him. I, I thought it was more hilarious he was, than uh, anything. He was getting his uh, inner Urban Meyer on. You got a problem with that? Uh, this is it, the same energy, Florida same type Lennon. of thing. Yeah. The, what, what was probably the funniest or the underrated funniest part is that because it's an arena and it's box seats, like obviously if you're sitting across the way from him and you're looking into the box, you can clearly see it. But you see like businessmen in the box like next to him, just like in their suits talking about the game. And he's like literally playing patty cake if we're going with the song title puns uh, in the <laughs> box seat. <laughs> like he was getting stark... some hot cross buns, you know what I mean? It <laughs> the, was the, the stark difference between like what was going on and it was just a hilarious visual. Like it was that was that was one of my favorite parts of that whole scene, I think. Moving on to the Seattle Kraken, 10, 23, and 4. And Sad. currently tied playing the Blackhawks right now, who obviously aren't the same Blackhawks. They're bad. Uh, th this is, um, man, dude, just a bad team to pick to be a fan of right away. Bad team to do it. Uh, hopefully they get a good guy in the draft or something, maybe. I don't know. Hockey stuff. <laughs> you know. Especially as you wear a Vegas Golden Knights hat. Like, this arguably looks one cool. of the best teams in the league. Come on. I, I'm not a fan of the Golden Knights. I like the way their hat looks. That's what Fair. it is. Fair. Here's, you know what I mean? They got some fire unis. 
both new teams do. Yeah. So here's, here's a shrivel of hope just as from my, you know, hockey end of, of the universe, uh, Matty Beneers, he was the second overall pick in the draft. And for, I don't know how much of your listeners pay attention to hockey, but, uh, the, the players get drafted while they're, if they're in college, they get drafted while they're still in college and they get drafted about like the age of 18 and it might take years before, you know, a few years before they actually reach the NHL. If they're at that level. But he's a star at the University of Michigan right now. And because the NHL players are not going to the Olympics this year, uh, Team USA, Team Canada mainly had been plucking a lot of college players for the roster and a few other like minor league type of players. Sort of like what, uh, what the U.S. did for baseball this year. I know there are a lot of like former major leaguers that are sort of on the fringes. Like I feel like Todd Frazier played for Team USA. And then otherwise, they just had like other college players and, and minor league players. But uh, uh, Beneers is going to the Olympics with Team USA. So if you're, you got any U.S. games on, he was the Seattle Kraken's first ever draft pick. So that he's a, he's a guy who in the next year or two should be in Seattle and should be a pretty good player for them. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Joe. Make, hype me up. Hype <laughs> me up about this, all right? I well, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be the biggest bandwagon when we get to playoff hockey eventually, <laughs> and I'll play from there. But I will not claim fandom for any other team other than Seattle for my entire life. I'm in this for the long haul. Okay. Moving on to another one, I wanted to shout out Von Miller for honoring Demarius Thomas at uh, his warm-ups. You can't really see it. Sorry. No, it's good job. Just, yeah, that. <laughs> That was tragic, but he's rocking his Demarius Thomas merch and his T-shirt for the game. R.I.P. him. Obviously, Emmanuel Sanders caught a touchdown yesterday. Probably had something to do with that, too, as well. Just saying. Um, So that was really cool. And I wanted to I thought I had one more. And now it is slowly going away from me. Oh, I got it right here. I showed this to Joe already, but Dave, I hope I know you already saw this. Tell me you saw what the Portland Pickles posted. The fuck? The Portland Pickles? No, I have not. Dave, I'm going to send you this tweet. And uh, the Portland Pickles, this happened the same day as Kodak Black, by the way. So I was just on a roll. Yeah, penises. You you know what? It was. And you know what? I might as well jump on this trend uh, because one of my hot takes was the dildo that got thrown in the uh, Patriots Buffalo game, which is truly quite amazing. That got thrown out. Put the Portland Pickles posted. Oh, dog. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) They posted a new phone. Who dis? And used a pickle in place of genitalia on that's a not pickle. A, that's, that's not even a real pickle. That's like they, his finger. Yeah, it was a mascot costume, and they they claimed it was a thumbs up, and that it got misconstrued based on the cropping. So it was just a poor crop job. And, did you not see that part? No, I, I mean sometimes. I just, really? Sometimes I have a poor crop job myself, and uh, <laughs> you know you got to get that looked at. But yeah, no, I, that I that's. Just, but no, that, it seemed like they were playing into it. Like the like the the reply like the replies to their own tweet, it, it was very like like winky face, like you know this and that. And then they, I think they might have backtracked. I, don't know. A, I didn't see the whole. Whose thing, affiliate but. is that? 
Uh, they have an affiliate. That that's uh, is that Summer Ball, Joe? I I don't know off the top of my head. So but we are you know, uh, our roommate by and, association. Yeah, who yeah, there. our roommate's girlfriend worked for their team this last year. So I guess we'll have to get Kendall on the pod at some point and see if she can explain that situation. But I, I thought it was Summer Ball. Because the Emeralds are the Giants, right? That's what it is, Joe. Eugene Emeralds. Yeah, it's a summer. It's a summer ball yes, league yeah. uh, out of the West Coast League. Yeah, so it's a summer ball league. It's similar to just a bunch of different college guys going there to play to keep warm in the summer. Uh, All right, yeah, yeah. along with the uh, along with the Hillsboro Hops, the Portland Beavers. Oh boy, uh, Portland Winterhawks, the Cowlitz Black Bears. Oh boy, look at all these fun. Three when teams are, in Portland. Oh, maybe they're are, just different teams. I don't know. Fuck that. Okay, when Joe, go the, ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no. When are the uh, when are the Saints, the Arroyo Seco Saints, gonna get a intern, like an ops intern, to wear a mascot costume and like get a halo oh. and like angel wings or something? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. put I don't a know penis in there as well. <laughs> yeah, that would really fit into the. Never mind. Okay, <laughs> it's just a, fit in too. It's uh, penis. Damn it. I let's move on. I'm that's all my that's all my hot takes I had or quick hits rather. All right, Portland Pickles. I they were a lot of there's a lot of people just too horny in sports this last week. All right, uh, my my first uh, quick hit. Camden Yards uh, has finally made an adjustment to their field. Uh, they are raising the wall from seven feet to twelve feet, and then also pushing it back. 30 feet up to 30 feet in some areas. So they are really uh, sick and tired of getting home runs hit on them specifically by like Aaron judge and shit. So Baltimore uh, is saying, fuck that. I, yeah, damn right. As, yeah. Someone who's been to Camden a couple times. I, again, I'm a Nats fan, not, not nose fan, but uh, yeah, that wall is well, in an MLB park is definitely one of the shortest. And it's just, it's just funny sometimes, like just seeing someone crank it like 30 rows or I don't know how many rows there were there, but it, it just seems outlandish just because of how far it lands behind the actual wall. When in reality, it's just much shorter than, than pretty much any other park. And this is the first time they've done that since the park's opening in what 92, I think is what it said. 91, 92, something like that. So, I mean, it's long overdue for an adjustment. Let's just be honest there. Uh, the next one I have, um, last week, Russell Westbrook came into uh, Sacramento uh, to play a game and shot two for 14. So because of his piss poor performance, the Kings then decided to shellack him a little bit by uh, – putting up on the on the scoreboard the ice cold player of the game as well as playing the song cold as ice by foreigner uh and westbrook thought that was pretty funny i personally think it's hysterical um but the league has come out and said don't fucking do that don't embarrass our players and right now that is uh adam silver encroaching in on rob manfred territory yeah of like fuck that honestly like who gives a shit yeah man you guys are getting paid 35 million dollars to play the game like are you is it really like that big a deal if they're making fun of you a little bit like if they're throwing shit at you and 
even cursing at you on the court, okay, maybe get that asshole out of here. But to play a fucking song because your jumper's broke, like, fix your jumper, dude, okay? You're an MVP player. I thought you were at least caliber player. Um, Yeah, Lakers, Russell Westbrook has been very sad to watch. He is atrocious from anywhere past three feet. Yeah, and, like, and that's the type of thing where it's it's funny because, you know, he's so high profile like that. They're not going to, they're not going to play that for, I don't even know if he's still in the league anymore, but like Luke Babbitt, if you guys remember that guy at all, I, <laughs> that was the first name out of now that. I can't <laughs> wait to get a Luke Babbitt autograph in here. That's what we for, for all us uh, Milwaukee listeners. That's the equivalent <laughs> of like, uh, Luke Ridnauer, Luke Ridnauer <laughs> yeah. getting something played against him. I don't know what made like just because he was the most. I remember seeing him on the floor and being like, like at a game and being like, that guy does not look like an NBA player. Like just compared <laughs> to everyone else and race aside and um the <laughs> like they're not playing it for that type like for that type of player like the guy off the bench like who gets five minutes a game. They're obviously yeah. not gonna play that for him because like a that's just mean. Like it's not like when it's a guy like Westbrook who's one of the stars of the team. Like that, that's engaging the crowd. That's everyone knows who Westbrook is. Uh, some people have their opinions on him. You're actively rooting against him in this game. And it's, it's, it's fun. Like it, he, it's not hurting his ego. He, he knows he's bigger than the Kings. He had a, he had a, you know, he's like, they should have been doing that for the past like 14 years. Like he, he, it doesn't bother him. That's not like, he's above that. Like it doesn't, I see it as a non-problem anywhere is that the league didn't really need to, to step in. No, they didn't need to address it at all. And really, if they want to address anything, they need to go and talk to Jeannie Buss and tell her to start trading some fucking players in L.A. because the Lakers fucking suck. Um, But yeah, and uh, my last hot or uh, quick hit, rather. uh, Now, Joe, I did not mean to do this, but Washington football team, uh, I'm sure you you have heard, Joe, they are uh, going to be revealing their new name of their new football team on February 2nd. Um, We talked about this a little bit last week, two weeks ago, something like that. And the beginning. Yeah, that as well. But they're also hosting a party for this this rebranding two days later. So February 4th in New York City. Uh, No, I think... I think you might have that mixed up. I think the the party itself, I think, is at FedEx Field. But the announcement is on the Today Show in New York City. Uh, I really? that, that's, that what get I, that's what I thought I saw. Uh, Washington football team announced it will celebrate its new name with fans two days after revealing the name. Oh, sorry. The, the name reveal is in New York City. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Th- that's what I meant. But fans, but fans were even upset about that, which is yeah. like – I don't like it doesn't matter they, they want to give it a national because at least for for from my perspective not I don't know if you had anything else to say I didn't mean to cut you off no no I I misspoke when I read that that's exactly what I meant and so now my fun hot take is or a uh, quick hit has been at this point do you expect bludgeoned. the Washington football team to fuck this up and they're gonna do it uh, they're gonna do it the wrong way already so you're like let's just get it over with as a fan Or is there at least a little bit of excitement and hope that football team can give you a name that you're proud to say? 
no there's no uh, like it's, I, I just want to like just get it out of the way and again like if it's hog really if it's something hot like red hogs even if it's just hogs or you know war hogs whatever they want to play with if it's something with where i can just say oh yeah i root for the hogs or like i you know go pig woo pig whatever you know fun thing you want to do to it um oh, and I'm satisfied. What, what's the yeah. what's the what's the the phrase like HTTP or some shit like that? What, what is yeah it? Uh, HTTR for the H- yeah there yeah, it is for, uh, yeah so like hail to the that was close enough HTTH you got the it's a bit of palindrome action hail to the hogs but uh but either way yeah as as long as I can have that then then I will be you know excited like I'll be happy about that pretty much anything else i'm gonna be anywhere from underwhelmed but i expected this to okay this is terrible but let's just get let's just move on and and accept it i i i don't know i think from the team's perspective if you're announcing it on you know if they announce it right at fedex field and they had like a live television broadcast and they brought the fans in they'd say like we're the commanders and 50% of the crowd is going to boo. Like they're not going to, you know, they're not going to do that. <laughs> like, especially if it's Sign like, up, dude. especially if it's like Snyder, yeah. like, they, he cannot I show up to that. that. Like he cannot show his face at that. Cause he can, you know, I don't know what he's going to be involved with. I think he is going to be at the FedEx field party two days later. I, as a team owner, I feel like he is, but um, for that, but they're going to be in a, in a studio in New York city, they can announce the name. There's going to be no audience reaction, you know, immediately that cameras are going to pick up. I think from their perspective, it's just going to look better. Like it, they're going on national TV. It's a big story. I can totally see from their end why they don't want it in front of fans. And as a fan myself, I don't really care. I wasn't going to go to that anyway. Like I'm not going, even if I was home, I wasn't going to go to that, you know, name announcement party. It's, it's one more thing for fans to get upset about. And I, I personally don't really <laughs> care. Like it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. It's yeah. All right. Uh, do you got any hot takes, Joe? Anything you want to quick bring hits. in that quick you hits. didn't get? Or yeah. quick hits? Sorry, I said yeah, hot, hot takes again. Really. Yeah, Anything I, I, that you want to get off before we sign off here? Yeah, Stop I, saying I, I, get I, off. What is your problem? <laughs> Phrasing, Tom. Phrasing. I just, there was a backslash we, in that we talked about right Kodak, there. We talked about Kodak Black, so it's it's fitting. It's in the... Um, yeah, we talked the, about yeah. Coptic Black, and we don't need to go any further into Coptic. this, okay? Oh my God, you're terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, I got I got two things. Uh, so th- it's it's a bit of a two parter. The first part is just the setup, not really the main story. But uh, I guess today is the 30 year anniversary of of the movie Juice that starred uh, Tupac, and so people were yes. reminiscing about that and you know sharing memories. And a fun little side story that came up due to that which I saw for the first time, the article I have pulled up is from today. I don't know if this was really public knowledge beforehand, but apparently uh, Jim Mora Jr. told Najee Harris a few years ago when he was visiting UCLA that he knew who killed Tupac. Like he, he shared that, like, I don't know if he said, he, I, I don't know if he just said, oh, I know who killed Tupac, but like, I don't know how it got served. That's all I know. I don't know any, I like skim, skim the article. It doesn't seem like there's much context to it. It's just he told that to Najee Harris at UCLA. <laughs> I don't like. That's all I got. I, I don't. I think that's. I, I can re- try to read a little bit more, but hell of a recruiting tactic. Like, uh, also, fun fact about today: it, uh, we we talk about Jake Paul's birthday. It was also going to be Betty White's 100th birthday today. Uh, mm. And Joe, you don't know this, but I am a 
major Golden Girls fan. I have a signed autograph of Betty White, um, and uh, I will eventually have the entire collection of the Golden Girls. Just looking for that Rue McClanahan autograph. Uh, the other two are uh, safely tucked away. Also, it's Dwayne Wade's birthday today. Uh, shout out to like a top five college player of all time. Like seriously, one of the best ones. And uh, you know, one of the, one of my favorite players of all time too. Like really. What a what a range today. Like we, it's you know, Betty White. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, even though this, I don't know if this is his actual birthday. I know it's the, you know, same Monday in January. And then, uh, what is it, Jake Paul or Logan Paul? That's quite the. And Muhammad Ali. All cylinders. Oh, I didn't even, didn't even realize that. Muhammad Ali. It's my buddy Mike's birthday, too. Like, holy shit. And Mike and Mike. Oh, my God. We got a ball. Crazy. It's a legendary day. It's really. I guess so. Makes sense. And then, um, the, the other thing I had, or the, la- the last quick hit I had, I think this is perfectly fitting coming on a, a podcast hosted by brothers, is that younger brothers in baseball, Brian Acuna uh, signed with the Twins. He's 16 years old. And a few, I think earlier this week, Juan Soto's younger brother signed with the Nationals. So I, I don't know what's going on here. I know those are the two examples that come to mind, but I didn't realize there were more of them. I don't know if they're half as good as their brothers are. They're going to be pretty oh, good players. Yeah. <laughs> so well twins Dave wishes though. he was that's... half as good at podcasting as me that's just what it comes down to at least right dave oh yeah that's that's fair that was great joe thank you for coming on for episode yeah, this was, 50 this was a lot of fun yeah i i hope we can have you on another time work it out eventually something like that i'll uh i'm off mondays man so i'm i'm around yeah swear to god swear, swear. that's great that'll be great <laughs> let's get it all right I, i'm trying to end this and i'm like looking at other things at the same time and now i'm gonna have to do this seriously though joe thank you so much for coming on it was awesome who would even thought that you know six months ago barely even know this guy now we're doing this kind of stuff i together. know that's so, crazy Awesome. Awesome to have you on here. Thank you. Do you got anything you want to plug? You want to plug your shit? Some other stuff. I know you got some things in the works. Go ahead. Do that. Ah, uh, I mean, I, I don't really have anything in the globe yet. So that's, that's a bit of a TBA. Uh, any DC sports fans, I've got my own personal sports blog. It's the wildcard DC sports.com. It, y- URLs are tricky. So, but anyway, it's just a, uh, my own little thing I updated about once or twice a month uh, on the side and just, you know, share fun thoughts and lists and hypotheticals about DC sports. So it's very casual, but if you're interested in that type of stuff, you know, feel free to check it out. But I, I want to thank you guys for having me on. This was, this was a lot of fun. Welcome back anytime, Joe. Enjoyed it. Especially as, as long as you're agreeing with me. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll put your, I'll put your blog. DC wildcard, uh, the wildcard, DC sports, DC wildcard. That's the URL. I just call it the wildcard. Like is the, okay. Yeah. I'll put that in the description for you. Don't worry. I got gotcha. you. Uh, right. this is it. This is episode 50. We're almost to a whole year. We're almost to 52 straight weeks. That's going to be nuts. Pretty cool. What we got going on here. Uh, if you like this episode, please make sure you download us. You got to download us for us to see it. Um, if you don't download us, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. There's probably some other shit. Pandora, probably on that. You can do that as well. Uh, If you don't want to download us, you can at least give us a listen, though. 
And that's always been at thechairshot.com. Show us your pickle. Peace.